0: Confound Millennial is brought to you by the Cinelux Collective. Need drone footage? Got it! Need promo video for your next event? Got it! Are you a realtor or business owner ready to enter into the future? They got you there too. With their Matterport camera, they can turn any building into a virtual tour. Realtors. That means that you can give tours of properties to anyone throughout the world. And for small businesses, I'm telling you, this is the future of advertisement. So check them out at CineLuxCollective.com. That's C-I-N-E-L-U-X-E. Collective.com And welcome to The Confound Millennial, episode 63, starring Stephen Sturvin-Michaels and featuring first-time guest Anthony Hagermeister. Hey there, glad to be here. What's up, Don? Not a whole lot. I'm glad you invited me to the show. Dude, I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have any guests that I could actually, I don't know, do a bit of an interview with. (laughs) I mean, uh, more so than, you know, I have all these reoccurring people coming on. It's been a while since I've done done an introductory episode. Mm -hmm. Well, I did one uh, last week, actually, uh, but it was so... uh, It was hard to do an introduction to him Because I knew him so well And you actually Out of all the guests I've had You're the uh, only one that's Besides uh, Boz from Capstan That I don't really know too well (laughs)
1: Like
0: we've known Of each other forever Oh yeah, years and years But I told, uh, I was talking to Jarrett today Saying about maybe getting him down To do a little co-hosting or something I was like I don't think I've ever hung out with Anthony without, like, you or Ray present. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> but, so, uh, let's go ahead and throw out, uh, our plugs, because I've been forgetting to do plugs at the end. Um, like, uh, YouTube, uh, usernames, all of that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Not like, like, I kept saying plugs, which everybody else, like, in the podcast world use the term plugs for, like, your social media or stuff like that, That, but uh, I said that to uh, Boz, the basis of Capstan, and he kept thinking I was trying to get him to leak a couple tour dates or something. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, like, what's your freaking Instagram? <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> See, honestly, when you said that, I was so lost as well. But uh, we, uh, Instagram, the underscore confound underscore millennial, Facebook, the confound millennial, and Twitter, that underscore millennial, spelled with one N, because I can't spell.
1: (laughs) And uh, what about you? I believe I've recently changed it. I've had it for so long, but my new one, the current one right now, it's just going to be It's Hagermeister. Uh, Just no spaces or anything. Just ITS, and then... Jägermeisterboer with an H. So, how long have you uh, been doing the YouTube thing? I think I'm hitting around my uh, four-year mark now recently. I can't believe it's been that long. It's crazy, because, I mean,
0: like, I didn't even know about it until pretty recently here. (laughs) Once you started doing your uh, Magic the Gathering unboxings, that's when I heard about it.
1: And I'm glad um, I'm actually, like, starting to reach out towards, like, people that I know and they're picking up what I'm putting out there. I mean, it's been a fun ride for four years. I'm just, I'm not looking to make it big time, you know. It's just kind of a fun hobby.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, with the podcast, that's the biggest thing for me is I finally have something on the side that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't just work and then come home and just sit around doing nothing or squeaking one out, you know? <laughs> and so, like, I come home, and I'm like, all right, who am I going to have come over tonight? Like, what am I going to talk about? Like, it's a game. Mm-hmm.
1: It's
0: something to do to keep your mind busy, other than playing video games and not streaming it. Because I don't have... Uh, You might not know this. The confound Millennial, the idea behind that name is I'm not good at being a millennial. And I don't fit in with the older generation because I'm too much of a millennial. (laughs) Like, I love video games, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm a podcaster. So you'd assume streaming would be something that I would just obviously do. But no, I don't even have internet. I have my uh, phone that I use the Wi-Fi hotspot from. And that's enough to play online, but it's not enough to stream.
1: But you stream games, right? I've dabbled in it, like you dabbled um, in it? when I've been playing PS4 and stuff. When I'm on, not on my PC, I uh, just stream to like Twitch. There's no cameras. There's no like quality mic. It's literally just the game. And maybe I'll throw the headset chat in. That's about it. I mainly just like to uh, sit there and record, and that way I can like edit. If something went wrong, if I said something I wasn't supposed to, I can take it out. Yeah, that's uh,
0: going live is something that that's one day that's the goal. Like we just got a camera, and I don't know anything about anything, so I've got to get Kyle and uh, Chandler to set me up. But you know, that's the next step. Once we get it to where we're on YouTube, pretty. Frequently, Mm -hmm. or every episode, and uh, because that's the goal is to make every episode available on YouTube, and we're working on that right now. But we're going to release them all once at just at one time. That's cool.
1: People can binge listen and watch them. Mm -hmm.
0: Once we get caught up to where we're at, but once we get to the point where we're we know what we're doing with the video we want to start going live, but that is such, like, especially nowadays, like, editing is a lights, a lifesaver. Oh, absolutely. Like, because people are, especially when you have guests, because people can be unpredictable. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know how many times I've had uh, certain guests just start calling me words that you just... You can't take light... You can't <laughs> use... Unless you're one of the, like the top four comedians, you're not allowed to say it. Oh, absolutely. Especially like, nowadays. Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan, they can say whatever they want. Mm-hmm.
1: But me and you, we gotta be careful. Oh, yeah. That's like that's the scary part about going live, man. It's just one word can just totally ruin you. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, you know, people would say you know you're a horrible person if you're afraid of like saying one word why would you slip up on saying a word you'd never say you know blah 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 mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying oh yeah but I mean there's no winning it's like people want to act like like words you know they say words are violence mm-hmm. now which is not true Words have a hundred different meanings behind them. And a thousand
1: different, like, ways
0: of taking them. Even, like, if you want to look, like, biblically, well, like, I'll go there for a second. Uh, Yeah, because there's not, like, a list of curse words. There really isn't. There's not. It's the heart behind the words. And the
1: history, too.
0: And that goes... Anywhere, I think, is it's all the heart behind what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Because I could call you like whatever, and my tone will also convey another meaning. Like, like you stupid motherfucker. You know that. You know I had a little bit of a uh, anger to it. Mm -hmm. Like you stupid motherfucker. (laughs) You know, that little bit of chuckle, that changed the entire thing. It went from fighting words to, all right, buddy, what are you doing? (laughs) We've been talking a lot about censorship lately
1: on the show. Really? Like, besides, like, right now? Yeah, besides
0: right now. It's been, like, a common theme the
1: past couple of weeks. It's a big thing. Honestly, can make your career ruin it, because especially when going into YouTube one, not even derogatory term, just something out of the blue, demonetized, and you can't make any money off all your work. Yeah, I
0: heard uh, YouTube's, like, I'm not really in the loop as far as YouTube goes, but I've heard that they're cracking down on all this stuff, and it's just not a good time to be a creator right now.
1: You definitely have to tiptoe if you want to be a creator. Like, I heard within the first six minutes, you can't even cuss, so you're going to get demonetized.
0: Really? Mm-hmm oh my gosh, all of my
1: vit- or all of my episodes are out of it now. <laughs> I mean, but like, I don't know. To me, cussing just adds like a sense of not really depth, but just personalization. Like, if I went around on my channel saying like crud and stuff like that, that wouldn't feel natural. It'd just look weird. Mm-hmm. It's like
0: I told myself that I'm going to be, I'm going to use the podcast to be real, mm-hmm. to get, who I am across and if that I'm not going to ever sacrifice uh, adding in more censorship and uh, taking away from who I am
1: right because then I mean what's the point you're not being you because
0: the point the point of a podcast is you're sitting in on a conversation and uh, a lot of the times it's conversations between friends that are the funniest and friends say some fucked up stuff to each other (laughs) absolutely I mean like anybody out there that doesn't have a best friend that they can just say the darkest things to and laugh their ass off I feel sorry for you honestly but it's like that's that's what I'm trying to capture in the heart of this podcast is just those those rare moments where it's like what the fuck did you just say but I'm laughing so hard (laughs) I don't know another thing I don't know Like I've cussed a lot in this one Mm -hmm. but usually I won't I'll wait until the guest says something I'll I'll let the guest rate or put the uh, rating out there like are we going PG-13
1: hard R Oh, God. If Jarrett's here. It's the NC17. <laughs> See, I was honestly waiting for you because it's like, it's your show. So I'm just like, oh, I don't want to like spike it or anything. But so, what have you been up to uh, recently on your YouTube? Recently, um, I hate to say it, I've actually been slowing down on putting out content. And that's another major thing you want to do as a creator on YouTube is like continuously strand. But you don't want to put out crap at the same time. But I have some ideas, like some reviews and games. Like I recently just bought a game. It's called Bean Battle. And bean it's Battle? Bean Battle. It's part of the uh, summer sale on Steam. It was 50 cents and it is the most flaming pile of crap game, but it's so fun. It's a battle royale where you're a bean and the specs are so low, Windows 7 can run it right now. Like It's just hot garbage, but it's so fun. Oh my gosh
0: like how is it a battle royale and you're being at the same time
1: so you're But also
0: keep in mind I don't understand how there's a Tetris battle royale I didn't even know that was I, a thing I understand what Tetris is mm-hmm. I understand what a battle royale is but I don't understand about Tetris battle royale but I hear it's a wonderful place to watch streamers because half of the people are our age and the other half are like People in their eighties whooping <laughs> our ass.
1: I haven't been playing some of Tetris those. forever. Or the uh, the head to head battles at least. I haven't seen any battle royales on it. But the bean one, so you're a bean with a face, and there's guns <laughs> like across the map, and the customization is types of beans. Like say you have the black bean, the kidney bean, pinto, lima, lima bean, everything. That's the skins because you know they got to make their money somewhere by putting on microtransactions. And then you can customize your bean. You can have Tim's on your bean, chicken feet. It's ridiculous, but... Oh, my gosh. I hope to have some uh, content of of that soon. It sounds like a wild ride. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. And 50 cents, that's a steal.
0: Yeah, it's like, um, I'm loving... I just got a PS4 for Christmas, and... I'm loving the free games that they have. Oh, every month! A, They're so nice. Because uh, you know, I tell I tell Jarrett or somebody, "Hey, they got this out," and it's like, "Yeah, I played that like three <laughs> years ago." It's like, "Yeah, but I haven't had this," <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm excited. They have uh, they actually they had their lineup ready uh last month with a soccer game and a racing game. The names I can't remember. The soccer game is like a five to ten word long and then years and Oh god, yeah. Like one of those like I was gonna come up with a bunch of random letters and all of a sudden triple <laughs> X just shot in my head. Still I'm no. like, no, that's not the letters I'm looking <laughs> for. Um but this soccer game was on the line out the lineup and then yesterday they dropped it for Detroit become human. Hey. and uh, I'm really <clears throat> excited about that. my uh, I've got friends that have played it. I've got friends that just have watched people stream it and uh, I haven't I haven't really uh, had a uh, game to play quite like that yet.
1: Right. It's super story driven, like it's almost mm-hmm. like watching a movie, which is nice. Right,
0: uh, very cinematic driven, and uh, I just hope I can pay attention to it because my ADD goes through the daggum roof. <laughs> like I'll I'll be playing The Witcher and I'll play until I die. Go smoke a cigarette. Play a mission. Go smoke a cigarette. Play until I die. What I'm saying, Anthony, is
1: that I'm a horrible smoker and I have a problem. <laughs> I mean, I feel you on that one. Like, my friends um, in the Discord chat, they assign roles to each other. Like, Dylan's the like, headmaster. I'm called Smoke Break because I have to have a smoke, smoke like, break. every time. Every Dude, time I die. Uh, when Jarrett
0: and I, earlier in the year, we were... Uh, we and a few other guys had all had an idea a group of extraordinary men would come together and try to speed run Kingdom Hearts, the series, in its entirety, the story so far. Three weeks before Kingdom Hearts three came out, that's quite a feat. We made it through Birth by Sleep, and then like. Three guys never showed up. One guy dropped out. Jarrett was carrying the backbone of it. I was working, and then I would come and try my best, but I'd be taking smoke breaks all the time, and I'd fall asleep with the controller in my hand, and Jarrett just wasn't having it anymore. So you got from one to birth by sleep?
1: Or did you finish it?
0: Uh, I finished birth by sleep. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I was like, I'm just going to skip ahead. I mean, it's like, yeah, I know the story. I'm just doing it for the shits and giggles. Yeah, like, I did it just to see if we could, and we could not. We were not strong enough.
1: How far, because God forbid, I do not know the chronological order. How far from Birth by Sleep would you be to completion?
0: I actually happen to have a timeline sitting on the table right here. (laughs) Oh, shit, that's that thing. And so... It goes in order, uh, Kingdom Hearts back cover, or was key, which is the cell phone game and the movie. I fuck with that heavily,
1: I play that a lot. Uh,
0: me too. Or, I don't play it nearly as much, just cause it's, it's just so, it's so pay to win right now. It really is. I never... I don't want to admit it. it, I don't want to accept it, but... Just how quickly they keep pumping out new things in the game mm-hmm. and making things more and more, and more and more powerful. It's there's no way around it. It's pay to win right now. This not be blasphemous. And it
1: didn't used to be that way, but I didn't give a shit about the story. Honestly, I just skipped through all cutscenes. <clears throat> That's the only thing I'm trying to do is figure out the story.
0: Like uh, it really ties into three a good bit.
1: Hmm, okay about so the end of 3. Is like you, have you
0: played 3? Oh, yeah. And have you heard uh, about the DLC coming out? I've heard a
1: lot of things. You know, we'll get into that oh, in yeah. a second. That's there. But,
0: uh, so, the mobile game, mm-hmm. then Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, then Kingdom Hearts 1, then Kingdom Hearts 358 over 2 days, Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, Coded, Dream Drop Distance, Point two, Birth by Sleep, and then Kingdom Hearts 3. So we watched the movie and beat the first game. Uh, Oh, damn. Okay, well... That's how far we made it. But Birth by Sleep, you also gotta think, is three stories long. Pretty much three games, yeah. Yeah. You have to play through all three characters and then an epilogue, so... Yeah.
1: To be honest, my favorite was three fifty eight over two days. It was so good. Was such a good on like a mobile platform too. Are there any that you haven't played? I never got to play point two. Point two, okay. That's. Uh, do you have a PlayStation Four? I do. I actually bought the uh, story so far recently. You I just never got to play it, dude. Is it in three there? Three hours. It's
0: in there. It takes about three hours to beat it.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Shit, that's pretty small.
0: Uh. It's, it's the size, they compare it to the size of a world in Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Okay, just one world? Yeah, of one world. That makes a lot of sense, because, yeah, one world took about three to five, if you really just wanted to, like, collect everything. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, plenty of, there's plenty of stuff to do,
0: and they actually uh, introduce, it's the only game other than the mobile where you can customize your character. You can change uh, Aqua's patterns on her clothes and give her different hats. did not know that. That's pretty dope. So, uh, that that to me was very interesting. I was hoping that they would put some form of that into Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, That might be DLC at some point. Who knows? Who knows? But, um, I'm really excited about the DLC. I don't have people... Like, I've got, I've got friends that are into Kingdom Hearts, but they're into Kingdom Hearts just so they can have a conversation with me.
1: Oh, okay. They don't know near enough, then? No. Like, I've
0: never talked... I don't... I've never talked to anybody that's played as many games as you have. I've played every one of them. And I've never met somebody else that has played every single one of them. <sighs>
1: I'm
0: going to be honest here. Before you and this Riku pop, uh, I still have never beat the first game.
1: I, I don't got, blame you, honestly. I got to the boss, the final boss, the and I never could beat it. Mermaid Ansom dude on yes. Destiny Island. He was a bitch. He really was. And uh,
0: I, I've got the medal of that in the mobile game. And uh it's one of my strongest metals and it's like super weak compared to the current like uh core stuff that they've got out. Oh
1: like the tier nine me- <clears> tier <throat> yeah. nine metals. Yeah.
0: Like this is a tier three
1: oh but it's God. still good. It still kicks ass? Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what we were talking about, the DLC. What Have you, or have you seen the trailer for it
1: or uh, heard much about it? I think I've seen the trailer once. I'm um, not going to lie, I was drunk when I watched it, so I didn't really retain much. But besides hearing about DLC, I've heard a lot of fan theories, and some of them get really wild.
0: Uh, what kind of fan theories have
1: you heard? Because I
0: haven't really looked into fan theories uh, much. I just watched the trailer, and I've uh, looked into interviews and uh, stuff of that
1: nature on Kingdom Hearts Insider. One theory I heard was, it was wild, that um, all the events in 3 never even happened. And I could, at first that sounds like ridiculous, but then how convenient was it that every character came back for the final battle? And the theory is that they're in a dream state right now, like in a pod. And how convenient was it like
0: them undoing time
1: oh god and yeah.
0: then for s- no apparent reason like they were still about to get their asses kicked mhm and then here comes terra
1: out of nowhere where was he the first time <sighs> exactly I, that was super predictable almost which makes me feel like, okay, you spend what, 13 years on this game? I'm sure they know what they're doing, so there's probably going to be a big plot twist soon with the DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it will all be around
0: the final battle again, and you'll be able to play throughout. I don't know if it's every character. That would be good. But you're going to be able to play as, you know how uh, the fight broke into groups of twos fighting, Mm -hmm. or threes and you became the third per uh, each fight you at least play as one person in each of those that's pretty cool so there's a possibility of playing as every character throughout the fights to be honest, as long as I can play as Roxas again I don't give a shit (laughs) yeah, just give me dual wielding one more time (laughs) yes uh, I was I was excited about the multiple playable characters in the game, but I'm hoping, what I really hope they add with the DLC is uh, to where you can play as these
1: characters in the rest of the worlds. That would be pretty cool, and like special things for certain characters and stuff like that. Right. It'd be tough,
0: like... If there were any interactions with the characters of the worlds, Mm -hmm. like let's say, you know, taking Aqua to Toy Story, if you see the uh, characters of Toy Story and Toy Box, what are they going to say to each other? Because they have no background. True. True. And then, yeah, and then it goes into, like, for every character, they would have to have a monster version. For every character, they would have to have a toy version.
1: Just gets a little much, I guess. But they've had 13 years to do this, so... They have. I don't know, that would be pretty dope. That's a pretty good concept. I mean, people...
0: I, I get it. I get it on both sides like they've cranked out some quality games between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, absolutely. But also I mean, they've been working on Kingdom Hearts 3 since wasn't it originally going to be a PS3 title? I think so. I think it was. Like they started working on it while PlayStation 2 was still a thing. Mhm. So, they were cranking out other games, but they had a team working on 3 for a while. So, I guess that brings me to a question here about Kingdom Hearts 3. How did you feel with it? Like, what what was your opinion on... I mean, we can spoil it here, because nobody that's listening would uh, either has not played it or um, would care
1: to have it spoiled. Right, especially being out this late. Yeah. <sighs> to be honest... I don't know if it was just me being at a younger, more impressionable state when I played 2, but I just didn't really feel much when I played it. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2 is full of nostalgia for me. Maybe that's it. But the third one just felt kind of rushed.
0: Yeah. Um, I felt like I really was expecting more more worlds, um, more characters, more time as uh, Riku especially. Mm-hmm. Like, damn if I didn't cry. <laughs> I did cry a couple times. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it was just as, a lot of people commented on the cheese levels, <laughs> and I'm like, no, guys. Like, being somebody that tried to play through some of the games beforehand, they've always been cheesy. They got the cheese factor right.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, perfect amount of cheese for that. One thing I really was pissed off about was, what was it? It was something to do with the uh, Toy Story world. Oh, the way Sora looks in Toy Box? Yeah. He's already been an action figure, so why the fuck does he look like he does in 3? What do you mean he's already been an action figure? Like the, uh, the Play Arts Kai? Because I have a Play Arts Kai. Oh! So I'm
0: like... Why didn't they just use what the action figures actually yeah. look like? Oh, okay. Instead of uh, making them look almost... Uh, Roblox-ish?
1: Lego. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Toy Box. It a fun world. But just something about that killed me. Yeah,
0: I get it. Like, they were doing that to uh, make him look more like that Yozora character which I feel like I feel like we're going to get some DLC where you play now this is nothing to do with the first batch of DLC but based on the secret endings and uh, interviews from Nomura my theory is that one of the the DLCs that they're gonna be releasing will be Riku in the World of uh Yozora. Uh the trailer for the video game that played in the middle of it. Can I just say something? That confused the shit out me the first time me I too. saw that. Like, Jared got pissed. I was so confused. I was like, I don't even have connection to internet. What's going on? <laughs> well, is there an ad on my game right now? And, uh, like, what we're talking about is you're playing through the game, and you get to the Toy Story mode, and all of a sudden an ad for a video game that looks a lot like Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus. Super good graphics. That was incredible. Is on the screen, and you don't know what's going on. Turns out Rex is watching it on the television. Mm-hmm. But... It confused everyone playing Kingdom Hearts 3 at the same time.
1: That was so funny.
0: It was priceless. But, in the secret trailer, it shows Sora waking... Or, secret ending slash trailer for what's to come. It shows Sora waking up in uh, Shibuya, Japan. uh, Home of The World Ends With You. And then... Uh, shows Riku waking up in Yozora's world. And I think that uh they're going to release DLC where Riku you play as Riku but the game plays like Final, Final Fantasy 13 versus was going to. That would mm that would be something different. That would be pretty cool. Uh just like things that Namora has said. And the fact that they always they uh, use things that they don't use in Final Fantasy, they'll use in Kingdom Hearts, and vice versa. Did you know Dissidia was going to be a Kingdom Hearts fighting game? No, I did not. I That's, love Dissidia. Dissidia was originally uh, designed to be a or pitched as a Kingdom Hearts fighting game, but Disney didn't want you to be able to pick Goofy and Mickey and fight them to the death.
1: Yeah, they were really anal about that. Uh, which I think they
0: might change their mind on that one day. But for now, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. But they need to put Sora in a Dissidia. They do. Dissidia or Smash. Either yeah, or. Sora for Smash. For real. 2019.
1: 2019.
0: <laughs> I'll get the bumper sticker. <laughs> I'll go out, vote, do my part. I'll go buy a Switch if I have to, damn it. (laughs) I will buy a
1: Switch. If they put Sora in Smash, I am sold on a Switch. That's the whole reason I bought mine twice, actually, because I sold it. And they're like, oh, wait, we are making Smash. So I'm like, shit, i got to buy it again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine you sold it. You thought they weren't going to make a Smash? I didn't hear anything about it, so I'm like, all right, well, this is useless, because that's the whole reason I bought it. Sold it and then rebought it. Now, was it the same one? Did you buy the same exact one back? No, I uh, sold it to one of my good friends, and he gave me as much as I paid for it, so it wasn't a total loss. But then I went back to Walmart and bought a brand new one. Mm. Who? Who? They? What was the last character they added to Smash? I know they added the Joker from Persona Five. But I heard Banjo-Kazooie is coming in. Yeah, that's who it was, Banjo
0: and Kazooie. Man, imagine Smash when we're old. Because they're still going to be pumping them out. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be like this giant gaming circle jerk. (laughs) Where characters from every... I don't... I think in the next ten years we're going to see Smash on
1: another console. The way things are going, I don't doubt it. And with another console... A whole other roster of characters. And, uh,
0: like, I'm glad, I'm mad that Sony isn't playing nice, but I'm glad that Microsoft and Nintendo are playing nice right now.
1: At least someone's playing nice, you know, gives us something new to look forward to. And eventually,
0: uh, Kyle keeps saying that Sony's gonna have to play nice with them too because it's, soon it's gonna be the console's versus the PCs Mm -hmm. it's not going to be console versus console and then oh yeah we got PC in the background like more and more people are realizing that PCs
1: are pretty good uh, like gaming platform absolutely and with the price of games on there it's incredible but to me no you're good I was going to say, but no matter what specs I have running on my PC, no matter how clear the water is, nothing beats just sitting on a couch and playing a game.
0: Like on a console. But now you can hook up a controller to it. That is true. You can do pretty much the same thing, except just have the PC sitting there instead of the PlayStation. Yeah, I I mean, it's really... It's becoming... It's always been a competitor, but now it's becoming a, com- a competitor. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a combatant, <laughs> really. Uh. So, let's talk about how I found you on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I was actually wondering
0: uh, that. Through your unboxing videos. Really? Yeah. Um. Well, really, I found it on uh, Facebook. There's no real big story behind it. (laughs) But I was like, holy shit. This guy's doing uh, freaking magic unboxings. He's living Jared's dream right now. (laughs) And uh, what made you decide to uh, start doing those? With the magic packs? Yeah, with the magic packs. I mean, people watch videos with that and I'd watch them too. Like it's fun, but what made you decide? Like, you know what? I'm gonna go and
1: start buying magic cards in bulk, <laughs> and feel okay with it. I mean, to be honest, I did not feel okay. Like every bad pull I got, I felt sick. I'm like, oh, they're just goes fifty bucks. <laughs> but honestly, it's um, I feel like when I'm on YouTube and I want to watch an unboxing or something, I want it to be like a surprise in the gamble of are they gonna get something good? Or are they gonna get trash? and i was like "Oh, yeah, i could record myself doing that most of the time it is trash but my recent one with my uh, bro ray we actually got a couple of good ones
0: yo what up ray <laughs> i may tell you a story about ray oh, later boy. but uh but you got some pretty good pulls there with him oh yeah pretty good high dollar cards that's cuz you had ray with you he is my he lucky is, charm he's my good luck charm like this boy walked into uh a magic shop with me one time borrowed 50 cents from me so he had enough to buy a pack mm-hmm. and he walked out with 20 bucks and uh, like he went through about six packs just and. selling the rares back so that's so addictive he had one rare six packs of commons and uncommons and 20 bucks and he still never gave me my 50 cents back <laughs> He
1: walked in there with four bucks. That's incredible.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't go wrong buying magic cards when you're near Ray. Honestly. I've never seen somebody get a bad pull
1: while he's in a room. (laughs) Honestly, pulling magic cards if you're at a shop is probably luckier than scratching off a lottery ticket. You have a better chance of actually making your money back. Dude, I love going to pre-releases. I haven't been any
0: unfortunately oh my gosh you gotta go next time actually crap next time is this weekend oh shit I think uh, if it is I don't think I'm going this time but I've been going to pre-releases I've missed maybe three since um, let's see here I didn't go to Nick's but what was the set after that Um, Return to Ravnica? No. Not War of the Spark. Tarkir.
1: Oh, God, I can remember that one. Since
0: Tarkir, I've been... uh, So, that's been, like, a few... That's been a few years. For a few years, I've been going to every pre-release. And I love playing... I love draft play. Like, that's where I can get behind... Uh, buying a box and just opening it because you know uh, pre-releases are a miniature version of that Mm -hmm. you go in you get uh, like four to six boosters or whatever uh, depending on if they have a pre-randomized or pre-packed semi-randomized insert in it or not each uh, pre-release is kind of different depending on I guess the cards in the set, really. Um, Just whether or not they think that you're going to need a little help starting a deck or not. That's pretty But most of the time... uh, You don't play Pokemon, do you? The TCG? I do not. Okay. Used to. You see, Pokemon, their uh, pre-releases always have uh, little inserted... uh, semi-randomized because with Pokemon it's very hard to build a deck and draft rules. I'm sure. But Magic it's a lot easier and uh, you'll see people pulling you know white weenies you'll see people playing every single color just because they had to. Mm-hmm. Like you see the crap players get the best cards and win and you see the players that are all the time talking about how great they are just getting no pulls <laughs> it's, you never know what's going to happen and even though I always know I'm going to lose horribly because my brain does not function uh, playing Magic at 3 in the morning oh absolutely not and chugging monsters <laughs> but my brain doesn't function on monsters at all because I will only have energy drinks on Magic pre-release nights uh it's how I keep them working for me, and it's how I keep not uh, 240 pounds. <laughs> Cut those in soda out, and man, just weight drops off you.
1: I need to start doing it, that honestly. Not only just the weight, but you feel groggy too, yeah. man.
0: Um, but it's crazy. Did you do? You, do you know CJ uh, that w- worked at Walmart? CJ Riley. Sounds like an author. He's a... He does. He's going to be on the podcast eventually, I guess. I don't know. We keep, like, planning on it, and then one of us not show up. Uh, (laughs) But he saw me in Walmart, and he thought that I had cancer. Like, I've seen a few people in Walmart, like, since I've lost weight and shaved my head, Mm -hmm. and they thought that I had cancer. (laughs) I'm like, well, I would
1: lose the beard, too, but... (laughs) thank you for your concern. No. <laughs> People always just jump into the most rash thing.
0: But I was going to tell you a story about Ray. He's actually, uh, I call him mom. <laughs> uh, he used to, we we both have taken our turns living at Jared's house. Mm-hmm. And one night I stayed the night there while he was living there. And I just wake up Uh, to see Ray walk in at, like, one in the morning, and I'm, like, kind of waking up realizing, oh, I fell asleep, like, I'm still wearing a jacket right now, (laughs) like, and then uh, he comes over, like, I don't think he knew I was awake, he throws a blanket over me, takes my glasses off, I look at him, I'm like, I love you mom (laughs) and he kisses me on the forehead says goodnight son and then just walks away I could totally see that and so since then I've called him mom or mother or something like that he's remained a better mom than my own but (laughs) that's beautiful dude he's a he's a good guy he's a good friend to have oh absolutely there's like there's a lot of shitty people In this town. Oh, God, yeah. But there's also, like, the people that are good people, like, stand
1: above and beyond. Right, like, don't ask for anything in return. They're just wholehearted. Mm Mm-hmm. But, man, the people that are shitty are real shitty, too. Yeah, well, they're bad, they're bad. This
0: is a town of extremes. Oh, God, yeah. Everything exists in its extreme form. There's no, like, you've either got... You've either got rednecks or like people that dress up to go to Walmart. Mm hmm. There's no in pe- You either got people that are wearing a suit and tie in the Walmart or people that are forgot to put on clothes
1: and went to Walmart. <laughs> like Cookie Monster pajamas and like one slipper on. Yep. What's the. Okay. So. What's the uh, weirdest crap you've seen in Walmart? See, there's so many instances I try to forget, but now i got to rake them back up. Because we've talked about, uh, Kyle works there, and we've talked
0: about some uh, different <coughs> incidents, if you will. People uh, crapping their pants while the police are trying to arrest them. Or uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, but he told me a very interesting story about a woman on a leash. But uh, I did not see that, and I'm glad I didn't. i got to ask you, did you hear about the uh, people getting arrested while uh, they were wearing masks, claiming they were promoting for Netherworld? I did not. When was that? That was a few years ago. Kyle hadn't heard anything about it, but a cop told me about it. Uh, a cop that actually showed up to the call. They thought that, or somebody had called, and said that there were men with masks with guns. So the cops show up, Shit. pull out their shotguns, storm into the Walmart. Turns out there were no guns, but they were two idiots in masks, and uh, one of them was very nervous, <laughs> uh, if you will. And he kept begging to go to the bathroom. And they're like, no, we're not going to let you go to the bathroom. We're not letting you out of your sight. We were called because you guys supposedly had uh, masks and guns. You don't have guns, but why did you have masks? And then he just shits himself.
1: Oh, God.
0: Right in the middle of the floor. Like, they're sitting in front of the bathrooms. Oh. Like, he can see it. He's within shouting distance of salvation, and he just couldn't achieve it poor guy but don't be a dumbass (laughs) it was like the middle of July and they claimed that they were promoting netherworld which is a uh, haunted house for those that don't know
1: people are just stupid but what about you you got any stories this actually happened about a month ago Um, I was trying to set up a display tv and we heard a loud uh, just a loud bang and a Like, you work there, you hear those all the time. Either someone's dropping a pallet, or they drop something. But it actually was a gunshot, and uh, it took us a second to realize, and we all started freaking out. What had happened was, there was this dude standing in the pharmacy line, wearing just your average sweatpants, with a gun in between the little waistband, reached in his pocket. The gun fell out, fired when it hit the ground. The dude just picked up the gun and realized, oh, fuck, I'm screwed, and just kind of tried to walk off.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
0: That's that's horrifying. Luckily, no one was hurt. That's so lucky. It's like, you know, there's worse stories about gunshots going off. Mm-hmm. But, daggum, that's, that's super sketchy and scary.
1: Like, that's just all sorts of no bueno. Mm-hmm of course, after that happened, everybody and their mom had their opinions on guns after that. I'm like, here we go. Look, all I got to say is I have crippling
0: anxiety that keeps me from going to Walmart. I don't need another reason to (laughs) not go there. Like, just that there are people, like, humans out is enough. I can't handle going to Walmart much, man. It's like... I can't handle doing much, but man, people always want to talk to you, <laughs> and uh, I got to try to remember where I know them from. Oh, God, and God forbid you forget their name. Mm-hmm. You guys like, just be like, hey, man. I can't go to Walmart without talking to somebody that knows me that I have no clue who they are. Oh, yeah, try working there. It's awful. That's one thing like I think about a lot is. Like, places you go to often enough to where you know the employees or, like, feel like you do or, like, you recognize them very well. Like, if you saw them somewhere else, you'd be like, oh, they work at that McDonald's there. They do this or something you do often, like, gas stations. Mm hmm Like, gas station workers, that's the weirdest thing is because they... Like, especially, like, the people that play
1: scratch-offs and stuff. they're I've heard they're the most annoying customers for those kind of people.
0: Like, I used to date a girl that worked at a gas station, so I'd hang out there a bunch. And, uh, like, the scratch-off people, they all, like, assumed that they were best friends with the people that worked there. Because they're there all the time. But they have to be nice to you. It's their job, yeah. But it's also... Th- the people working there are a big part of that person's life because they spend an hour two hours there every day just scratching off tickets mm-hmm. I'll get like I never saw anybody win big but I saw him come back every single night. It must be nice having that kind of money like I can I can kind of get it but like, Uh, Buying a pack of magic cards is good enough for me. (laughs) Just strolling up into Walmart and buying me a pack—you know—rewarding myself on Friday for not killing anybody. (laughs) That's what I do. Is every Friday I reward myself for not killing someone throughout the week with a pack of magic
1: cards. Well, when I don't see any cards missing, I'm be a little worried about you. (laughs) Oh my gosh! It's like Stephen hasn't been through. (laughs) There's
0: no card. So what do you got going on the rest of the day? You doing anything or...
1: Um... You got a rush or... I don't got a rush yet. I got to pick my girl up around nine, ten-ish. That's a good minute from now. Go to Walmart, of all places. Get some dinner. It's a good place to get some dinner. Not as good as Ingles, though. I love Ingles, but God, their price is a lot different. Yeah. But
0: you can get anything you want there, their Chinese is so good
1: I love their uh, ethnic ethnic sessions. is that what that yeah. I love that cause like from like jambalaya to like actual ramen is great mhm like I had a buddy um
0: way back when his name was Justin he was uh like I was like hey dude wanna uh watch a movie and like uh, get something to eat, and he's like, yeah, let's make let's make ramen. And I was like, okay, let's make a big pot of ramen. That sounds awesome. And he's like, no, I'm making us some good ramen. We're going to Angles. <laughs> and he just, like, cleared out the Asian food section. And I tell you, that was the best and the most ramen I have ever eaten. <laughs> and, like, he just... Ended up making, like, two giant bowls full of ramen. Fuck yeah. He he wanted... He's a chef, and he always wanted to open his own ramen shop. And I kept telling him that he needs to go to one of the college towns nearby and open one up, but he just never did. I know it's his dream. I would support the hell out of a local ramen shop. Oh, absolutely. Just... <clears throat> one we believe in the dream <laughs> <laughs> making it possible for all of us.
1: For real. Unfortunately, we live in a town full of just chicken biscuits and sweet tea. You know
0: people always say there if I win the lottery or if I make it big, I want this size house, I want to do this with my life. I'll tell you what I want to do. If I had unlimited amounts of money I it wouldn't change no matter how much more I had than I needed it wouldn't change the goal up on the hill behind the new doctor's office I would love to put a movie theater with a comic book shop as the front that would be dope cause that's the two things that this town is missing the most is a movie theater and a comic shop absolutely And it would just be... I don't know if there's anybody else that has combined the two, but it just seems like an obvious thing. Like movie... Comic books and movies, especially today's times where uh, Marvel just runs them both. It's true. They go hand in hand. Like, nobody... Like, just... Once Disney acquired Marvel, that just put them at the forefront of all movies because they used to have kids movies on lock mm-hmm. but now they've got everything Because every, who doesn't love a Marvel movie I mean we've all got our Marvel movies that we didn't love yeah there's some bad ones <laughs> there's definitely been some ones that didn't hit quite as good as the others but I've never been uh, angry that I paid money to go watch a Marvel movie before oh yeah Though I know most people don't pay for movies anymore. It's like, I can't...
1: For some reason, I can't bring myself to pirate a movie. It's, you're it's not just like the thing. You're not doing really anything. I mean, if you want... The way I look at it is...
0: At least support it by uh, going to see it in theaters if you think that there's any part of you that would like to see a sequel to this movie Mm -hmm. because if you know it could be the greatest movie in the world and everybody pirates it next thing you know is uh, they're not making a sequel that they even set up for in a post credit scene because nobody went and saw it it didn't make the numbers that it was projected for or whatever like just go support movies. Like, it's not all, you know, going to the big, rich actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they get paid disproportionately. Like, I, w- I want to be one of them. I want to be an actor. Uh, that's the main goal at the end of the day. And I haven't really put my work in. Hmm. But at the end of the day, that's what I want to be Uh I'll die happy when I can say that I've done my try of acting, and I've always thought that actors get paid way too much. Oh yeah, because I see my dad working his ass off like he does, and living like we didn't live. we didn't grow up like poor by any means. But we definitely, you know... It was well-earned. It was every dollar that we had, he worked for it. And uh, I just couldn't get how somebody could work as hard as my dad and not get paid as much as these... Because acting always came so easy to me. And I never understood, like, if it's so easy for me, why would I want to get paid... I mean, why would I get paid that much? I mm. just never understood it. Because I guess I always thought that it must be as easy for everybody or it's just an easy thing to do. But it still just doesn't seem like a million-dollar talent. <laughs> doesn't seem at all like that. I mean, I think you should definitely be able to earn a living off of it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe a couple nice cars, just because I'd like to have a couple nice cars and a Hobbit home in New Zealand. But... <laughs> Really, at the end of the day, like I was saying, the goal is a movie theater with a comic book shop, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) So you got anything else you want to talk about, or
1: you ready to wrap it up, or we got some time, or we've got enough? It's up to you. That smoke is calling, but I will say and agree with you that actors... You know what? Like, we can pause it and. Oh, I didn't know if it was like one continuous oh, thing or not. We can
0: definitely pause it, come back, and uh, like we can decide while we're smoking whether, you know, we could come back and we could be like, all right, so while we were smoking, we had this great idea. Or we could come back and be just immediately, hey, we're back. And this has been the Confound Millennial episode <laughs> 60. Whatever. <laughs> But I want a cigarette, so let's we'll figure it out then. See y'all in a second. And but y'all man. won't even know. Who knows what we were talking about, but man, did we have an adventure. Anything and everything, man. Uh, it just seems to be whenever I pause the podcast, adventures happen. Like,
1: mm-hmm. one time
0: I paused the podcast, I ended up with a new cat. <laughs> uh, it was actually a funny story. Um, a little gay, too, but... <laughs> And I can only—I mean, I can say it because I was in my underwear in front of another man as he helped me shower. <laughs> but um, we get this cat, right? And my cat Lily, that I've had uh, longer, was freaking out, just hissing, hated him. And we're like, maybe it's because he smells like the neighbors' cats because the neighbor had uh, taken care of him for a few days because mm-hmm. he was obviously a house cat that had been thrown out. At at the apartments And people just throw out cats at the apartments And I think they threw him out Because he was too much For them He's very very needy And so we are like Okay let's try to give him a bath So we won't smell like the other cats And This mofo went Freddy Krueger On my (laughs) ass I looked like I got into Like just fisticuffs With Wolverine for six hours (laughs) And uh, eventually, like, we realized the only way we could hold him, because he wasn't... Even the neck trick, you know, like, the trick where you grab a cat by the back of its neck and they can't move, mm-hmm. that wasn't even working. Damn. And so, the only thing that I could do was hold him as tight as I could to, to me. And so, I was like, Jarrett, take off my pants. <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, take my pants off, please. It was like, I'm about to get in the shower with this cat. And that was a nightmare in itself. God. But this time, it's just uh, stories of heartbreak and sadness. Poor poor neighbor kid. Poor neighbor kid going through a breakup. Mm. But it is not my story to tell. (laughs) But uh, positive vibes. Yes, I got it. There was a fly, and I got it now my hands are all gross because I smashed a fly with my hands but uh I'm more of a man than I was earlier like in 10 seconds I went from being but a mere mortal to a kung fu master still a mortal but a kung fu master uh there was something that I was going to say outside yeah we had mystery plants show up Mm, another thing that happened is uh I didn't know where these plants came from and the neighbor going through the breakup was just uh popped up while we were talking with the other neighbor like where did these plants come from and he just pops up out of the bushes like hey you guys like your plants <laughs> I'm like yeah man we love the plants I was like yeah the, you know they were in my room
1: <laughs> oh. I'm
0: like thank you thank you for the plants from your room <laughs> i hope you like them like them. We got a podcast to do. You know, my girl, she left me. Uh, here we go. <laughs> we we're out there. Felt like we were probably out there for five minutes.
1: It felt like an eternity. It felt
0: like it felt like we were out there 20 minutes. I just kept looking at Anthony. I'm like, this poor man. Like, how he mean? didn't sign up for this. He signed up for a podcast. <laughs>
1: This you is ended up for fun. How many facial expressions can you fake till you're just like, alright, I gotta go back inside, man.
0: Alright, well I guess that's about all I got, unless you got anything else. Um I feel like that's it. Uh just uh Man, the only other things I want to talk about, like, have already happened by the release of this, (laughs) like, uh, seeing Spider-Man and Stranger Things tomorrow, Ooh! and, uh, super excited about that, I get the, we're actually recording this on the, I usually don't talk about, like, I try to make it, you think, oh, they recorded this, like, crack a dawn this morning <laughs> like you know we're saying it's Thursday and it's really Thursday but it's uh, July 3rd right now and I am so glad to have a four day weekend
1: oh yeah I haven't had a
0: four day weekend in who knows how long I mean I broke my toe uh, a couple months ago but I don't count that <laughs> dude I've never been in so much toe pain Do you ever know life.
1: how much you use your toe until it breaks Hmm. And then just,
0: like, I couldn't even, like, throughout the course of the first day, I couldn't even walk down the stairs by the end of it. It was that bad. I just uh, started sliding down the stairs <laughs> on my butt. To be honest, I uh, stopped going downstairs for cigarette breaks. I just started leaning out the window. You got to do what you got to do. I was like, I'm not leaving this room called my mom who I don't even really talk to that much begged her to bring me food because I didn't want to go downstairs (laughs) I was like just you can even bring me something from downstairs you don't have to get me anything just I need food and I don't want to leave this couch (laughs) I was a sissy that week man but that's what happens when you quit your job in a fit of rage and kick a car
1: I was wondering how you did it but yeah I'll definitely do it
0: yeah Quit my job in a fit of rage and kicked a car. Uh, I'll learn not to kick a car next time. I'll kick a person.
1: People are a lot
0: more squishy. (laughs) But dude, I felt it too. Like I kicked it, and then I was like immediately like I just broke it. (laughs) Like I know, I know it's gone. Actually. No, I won't go into it. I was going to talk about my toenail, but... Like, my toenail is growing out with, like, a clot of blood underneath it from that. Ooh. Like, it's it's kind of gnarly. It still looks gnarly after two months since I broke it. Maybe I just need to have the whole thing amputated. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really bad. Uh, one thing I'll say is uh, I got... A uh, notebook that I'm trying to get better about writing notes down. So it's easier for me uh, looking back at episodes. what did we talk about? Easier for me writing descriptions. Because after writing, you've got to feel this too being a YouTuber. After writing so many descriptions, you're just like, how many different ways can I word this same thing? mm-hmm Absolutely. And so, I'm trying to get better at note-taking, and so far, I wrote down, YouTube, Kingdom Hearts, People of Walmart, and Toes amputated. And Toes. And Toes. It's Toe seasoned. So, whoever's <laughs> listening to this, definitely read about all of those things, because that's all I'm going to remember Because when you do as many podcasts as I do I try to release two a week Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to start doing three I was doing three Confound Millennial episodes But I want to focus on a solo podcast And so I've stopped Releasing on Saturdays And I'm going to release my Solo podcast Confound Depressed Downright Hopeful Which will be more of like A Theo Vaughn's this past weekend Hmm but I have trouble going as long by myself. Right. I can um, feel that. It's just... It's awkward carrying a mic... Or a conversation with a mic for that long. As 30 minutes is about where I'm at. But I try to push myself. hmm And uh, I haven't done a solo episode in a long time. Just because I really don't like doing it. But I know that I need to. So now I'm going to be recording... On Friday nights, releasing it Saturday morning, my solo episodes. And there'll still be guests every now and then, but it'll be a much more... If I have a guest, they got something to say. Right. Like, I had a guest on the second episode, and he was on pass from a rehab. So, he was out for a weekend and wanted to do a show talking about uh, his life and how's it changed since he's been in rehab and... Got off of all the. just all the crap that he was on. And, uh. that was a really good episode. Uh. so if I've got a guest that wants to talk about something more serious, I'll put him on that. But, uh, for the most part, it's going to be my solo thing. Not Hopefully, bad. Like, does that ever, like, get to you talking to a camera or a microphone or anything just like, God, how long can I go like this?
1: Absolutely. But I guess,
0: like, as a YouTuber, you do shorter videos. Oh, yeah. Than a
1: podcast. Because, like, we were talking about YouTube rules and stuff. Honestly, the recommended time is about ten minutes. But, honestly, I'm not in for the money. I can't because there's rules. I have to get a certain amount. That's here or there. But I keep mine maybe from three minutes to twenty minutes if it's like a big unboxing. And you're gonna lose people's attention in a video. Oh yeah, you gotta like keep like jumping at them and doing that by yourself. Like, <laughs> might as well just be a schizo. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: god. But uh, I definitely feel you there because just trying to get, just trying to crank thirty minutes worth of uh, podcast out by myself is a lot. I don't get how these big podcasters do it. Like, they're just different breeds of people. Like, talking and bullshitting is a talent, and I always thought that I was, like, a great bullshitter. <laughs> but now that I'm a podcaster, I
1: realize I'm not so much. One thing that does help me, though, keep spitting shit out, lots of booze. Lots of what? Booze. Booze.
0: Booze. Okay, boobs. I thought you said boobs. No. Like, I mean, boobs too, but booze. Like, just every time you release a video, somebody just pops up out of the bushes, flashes their tits, and runs away. I mean, one could hope. I would I would make so many videos. <laughs> but, but no, yeah. Uh, we need to get you on our... Uh, have you heard of Confound Depressed Downright... I mean, not Confound Depressed Downright Hopeful. This is... A problem that I have is now I've got three podcasts. Oh, God. Going, or four, technically. And I'm starting to mix them all up. So uh, there's Confound Depressed, Downright Hopeful, that I've just talked about. There's the compound Millennial, which you are currently on and they are currently listening to. And then there's What Did I Just Witness?, which is our movie reviews, even though it's not really a review, it's more of a movie breakdown, hmm. and then Confound After Dark.
1: I'm excited about that one.
0: Uh, that is our Patreon exclusive, and it is, well, we get a guest, we get them fucked up, and we interview them. Uh using the basis of the questions that Jarrett asked me on the first episode of it. So we go through all the heavy-hitting questions that you'd ever want to know about somebody. (laughs) And uh, I don't think you're prepared, but I can't wait, because I... Have yet really? I've only done the one episode. I've got a few people lined up that said that they want to do it, but I haven't gotten a chance to yet.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: have any people on Patreon yet because uh, I just opened the page and uh, I've only shouted it out twice. So check us out patreoncom slash millennial and uh, see what you can do about getting a hold of these uh, Confound After Dark episodes because Anthony was talking to me outside about how it's going to be completely different he's going to be talking a lot more and I'm going to see just what all he's got to say
1: I mean that's like the good and bad side of me because when I, once I start drinking I'm sure a lot of people can relate it's nothing special but like I would just spit out this most random long winded stories ever instead of just being like you know just quiet myself now are these true
0: stories these or are you are... just like you know mountain man with some
1: moonshine just <laughs> you know so i saw a squatch <laughs> no a lot of these are going to be true um i honestly don't like to bullshit my stories so I like to keep it true even if it isn't that all of a great story it's still a true one well like, there are some fucked up stories
0: I've been wanting to try my hand at stand-up, but there's two things keeping me from it.
1: Hmm.
0: Number one, I, there's nowhere to try it at around here, mm-hmm. unless you drive down to Atlanta. It's really just not worth it, a drive to Atlanta for it. Mm-hmm. But also, I hate Atlanta, and it scares me.
1: So, Absolutely, me too. I hate the traffic down there. I got stuck in Atlanta for a
0: few hours once. Fire Breakdown? No, um, I went to work as an extra on a TV show. What show? Uh, It was called Powers. It was the only show made for PlayStation Network. Hmm. And it was based on the law side of, like, superhero universe. That's interesting. And I went... I was a lawyer... And a hipster. And I ended up, at the end of the night, uh, two rides fell through. And so I called Jarrett, my guardian angel. <laughs> and I was like, dude, any way you can get me. And he's like, my car just broke down. Let Uh-oh. me get uh, my buddy Robert. Or, and so he calls him. And they're like, yeah, we're on our way. Little did I know, his buddy is leaving from North Carolina. Oh my God. So I'm walking around like downtown Atlanta after dark with a suitcase dressed like a bum. <laughs> I watched a homeless man eat out of a trash can. Oh. Uh, I started hopping around different Starbucks's because I assumed they'd be open late. They were not. That's weird. Uh, actually, it was weird. They kept closing like within thirty minutes of me arriving at each one, and uh, like I got to one that closed at nine, then one closed at nine thirty, then one closed at ten. Then I gave up on that and I found a diner. And once uh, they finally found me, after they called and were like, "Oh, you're in downtown Atlanta," I didn't realize that you got to give me 20 extra bucks or I'm turning around. Shit. I ended up having to pull out a gift card, uh, empty my bank account, and give my last uh, 20 to this guy just to get out of Atlanta. (laughs) Shit. And... Uh, But it was a price I was willing to pay Because by the time they found me They parked next to a dead homeless man (laughs) Like They were like he was I didn't see him But uh, they said that when they were walking uh, They took me a different way But they said when they were walking That they'd seen a guy like over a sewer grate (laughs) And uh, they tried poking him And he wasn't moving Damn Damn Well, it all that fun. But long story short is uh, I'm not going to Atlanta to do stand-up. <laughs> Plus, uh, the other reason why I'm not sure about stand-up is if you do stand-up, you've got to tell a little bit of lies.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, you got to
0: change your story a little bit. And I'm just, like, so concerned that somebody's going to be like, hey, I was there. That's not what happened. It's like, Brent, I know that's not what happened, but it makes it a lot more funny. It's like, so what's what's it matter if he was wearing uh, Spongebob, or if he was wearing Minion pajama pants versus regular pajama pants? I think it's funnier if he was wearing Minion pajama pants, and that's how I remembered it. Of course, that's not how it was. You know, this is, uh dude, I thought we went a lot longer than we have. what were you, where are we at now? We're an hour and 16, which is actually 30 minutes over where we usually go. We usually try to, if I can hit 45 minutes, I'm happy. Nice. But uh, I think because it is late and the crickets are out, And I already want another cigarette after about 15 minutes of not having one. That uh, we're going to close this episode out unless you got anything else.
1: Well, that'll do it for me. What was your YouTube again? YouTube is Hagermeister, H A G E M E I S T E R. And uh, I got Facebook, I got Instagram, all that stuff. It's the same, honestly. You just got to type in the keyword, find me on there. And I link all my videos on all my social platforms, so it's really easy to find them. I and hey,
0: uh, if you ever uh, need a guest on like an unboxing or something, just uh, rub the packs on my bald head for <laughs> luck. Absolutely. But uh, this has been The Confound Millennial, episode 63, starring Stephen Stervin Michaels and featuring Anthony Hagermeister. I'm tired of these confound millennials.